Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today it is the 12th of July, 2022. And on the show today, Max Raymond from District On Deck. We discuss the Nationals. We do the Nationals stock exchange, stock up, stock down. Who are we looking at right now? And talk about, you know, these guys maybe in a trade context, maybe in a longer term context. All that coming up on the show today, right after this. On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Joining us is Max Raymond. Max, nice to see you again. What's up, man? Thanks for having me back. How's everything? Uh, everything's good. The Nationals aren't playing very well. Uh, nope. They suck. They've sucked all year. But but with a National Stock Exchange, Max, what we do is we do the both, the good and the bad. We highlight guys who are doing well. We highlight guys who are not doing well. Uh, and, and you know, it all starts for this team. I mean, all, every conversation seems to start with Juan Soto. But I ha- let's just jump right into it. Like, his stock is up, I would say, Max, both from an on-field perspective and a – recognition perspective right makes another all-star game is going to be in the home run derby and and he's playing really well right now last 15 games for him he is hitting 409 with a 567 on base 705 slugging a 1.271 ops he's got three home runs only six rbis but you know that stuff is kind of can be circumstantial and then 16 walks so he's i mean he has been a walk you know I think the rate uh, when I was watching on Sunday, Bob Carpenter had mentioned 21 walks in his last. Or I, think, I forget what it was. It was recently. He said 21 walks in his last 20 games, and then you know you move forward a little bit. 16 walks in his last 15 games. I mean, um, he is starting to look like Juan Soto that we know. So take your pick. Whether you want to go on field, off field. I mean, it's still all related to the stuff on the field, but. Which which direction do you want to go? Because I think there's no doubt the one set of stock is back up in the right direction. Green arrow, green arrow. I mean, I agree. And it's funny because some people, they look at his batting average. They see he's hitting 243 and they're like, oh, there's no way his stock is up. But Matt Weyrich had a great tweet from the last Nats game. And um, when Juan Soto entered play on last, last year on July 4th, so a year ago, when he was named and then an all-star starter he had an ops of seven of um where is this there uh there his op sorry his ops is 39 points higher now than it was a year ago when he was named a starter and he's reserved so that just goes to show it's not just about batting average his stock's been up i mean ever since he's put on that nice chain of his where he's doing his own shuffle he's homering in two of the yes, last three games chain. so yeah i mean he's got a personalized iced out diamond one sh- soto shuffle chain like that's awesome um so of course i'm gonna stick start with that he's as you said hitting over 400 of his last two weeks yes the nats have last nine of the last 10. it does not matter all that matters is Juan soto um he was hitting second in the lineup, and he was doing well, getting more bats and moving third. He's had a few more RBIs because, you know, Josh Bell was able to get on base, which is very good for Soto's numbers. Um, overall, yeah, I mean, this is what we wanted. 
And now he's heating up a little bit, going to the All-Star break, meaning um, hopefully he can finally take down uh, your boy Pete Alonso in the Home Run Derby, mm-hmm. even though it's very, very, very unlikely that dude is Barry Bonds when it comes to that event. And hopefully once the All-Star break ends, he can do what he did last year with the Home Run Derby switching his swing. And then, I mean, as you said, off the field, home run derby, he's looking good. He's happy. He's cheered up. You got these rumors of he and the Nats doing um, more contract some extension business, talk. some talks. Yes. Yeah, right? So, I mean, ev- everything is up, in my opinion, in Juan Soto land. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have to mention, like, look, would I rather, you know, if I had to pick a Nats all star, Max, would I pick Josh Bell? Yes. Uh, I would, yes. I would prefer, I mean, but that's, we all know this is not how this thing works. It is an imperfect system. Um, and, and you know, on the Josh Bell front, just real quickly, like I mentioned this, I forgot to mention this the other day, like CJ Crone is kind of the, the guy, I think that got the swing push, plays in Colorado. So I, I think that, you know, uh, the Colorado kind of bump help uh, puts him in there. Um, Josh just, I mean, look, Max, he is in a position where, you know, the, the National League outfield, there are three spots to play, and th- there's still not as many guys. Like, like first base, there is one position, and there are four or five deserving guys. The outfield really ha- – I mean, it's not been a tremendous outfield year, I-, I think it's safe to say, in the National League, right? There's not no. a lot of guys out there who are tearing it up in the outfield for the National League, and because of that, uh, you know, that's why I think, you know, you see one get on – I mean, I think one makes it anyway because of the popularity, but, like, you see one gets on there, and there's actually a pretty – you know, beyond the average is a pretty strong case for him to be on there It's because things are down. Poor Josh is, is behind, you know, Alonzo and Goldschmidt and Crone and Hosmer's out there having a really nice season. And Matt Olson's having a nice year. I mean, it's a stacked position. So Josh, you know, follows that, but it's just good to back to the original point. It's nice to see one um, kind of the resurgence. I guess the one thing is this, he, he comes back from the injury, right? And has been right. Really, that's kind of when he came back and started, you know, started really hitting well and, and, and producing really well. Once he's back from the injury, it looks great. <coughs> and um, it's one of those things where do you really want the all-star break to happen? But also at the same time, it's one Soto. So he's so good to where the break shouldn't matter. You, you know, you might think also, hey, are you worried about the home run derby? I know it. I know he changes sweat, you know, on top of last year, how good he was. But are you worried because now he's starting to hit well that maybe, hey, a break plus the derby could put him back in a slump? Or do you have no concerns and you're expecting not one from last second half, but, you know, uh, uh, what we come to expect from Soto? I mean, I'm not concerned because last year I think he started heating up a little bit right before the break. Um, yeah, because right before the All-Star break, the Nats had their monstrous June where they were able to right. vault themselves over 500. And yeah, that was mostly because of Kyle Schwarber, but Soto helped a little bit in that. Oh, yeah. So did Trey. Yeah, those three so, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he trended in the right direction, had the home run derby, and then it just took off in the second half. And I'm expecting a similar thing. And it's a good thing he did that last year because don't forget, yeah. when he vaulted in the second half, they had traded all their guys away besides Bell, and it was just a bunch of no names and scrubs. And it's probably even worse this year when Bell gets traded in a few weeks, and Nelson Cruz gets traded, and God knows who else gets traded. So hopefully, yeah, he. I do want him to do the home run derby. I do want him to get the confidence going. And plus, he, in an event where the All Star der- uh, home run derby is just like the. NBA dunk contest. It's your biggest event besides the game. You want your biggest stars on the field. The last 10 years, um, 
Baseball has been struggling to get the big names. And for the second year in a row, they're getting some monstrous names yeah. in this field. And it's good because they want to do it. It's not like they're being forced to. Soto said he enjoys it. Pete Alonso loves this event. He might like it yeah. more than playing the actual game of baseball. Yeah. Um, Ronald Cunha is back. And you got Albert Pujols in his fifth all-star uh, home run. Yeah. Like, How do you feel about that, right? Like, I mean, I'm kind of worried about Albert. I feel like he's going to, you know, like, you know, might have a – you know, stroke out there, like just trying um, to hit those balls over the fence for, for however long, man. He's 42, I, what, 42? Yeah, I thought it was weird, but at the same time, this is for the fans. It's his 11th yeah. all-star game, fifth home run derby. And plus, I mean, it's his is completely different now than it used to be. When he did it, he was getting like, you know, you get the 10 misses and you're done, and now he gets to three minutes. So you can just take his time, mm-hmm. jack some homers. He's, I'd be shocked if he makes it out of the first round, but he's just here for the fans. But, I mean, yeah, I'm not worried about the home run derby ruining Juan Soto's swing. Yeah, you, they say it, but he hasn't been the only one that's had his swing fixed by it. 2018 Christian Yelich. I'm pretty sure that's the year Yelich did the home run derby. Um, no, that was his monster year, correct? I mean, Yeah, that was his first MVP season. Yeah. And I could be wrong, but I swear he's – oh, he was supposed to do it, and then he had to pull out at the last second. But he was going to be in it, and then he popped off anyways in the second half. Right. So, you know, yeah. And, and there's, I will say this, like, it's a great comparison to dunk contests. Um, All-star Saturday night is a bigger deal on the basketball side, mm-hmm. but I think, I think major league baseball is making a huge push and they, they messed it up the first time. Or, well, you know, the first, not the first time around, they messed it up with the all-star game, meaning something right. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they did screw that up. They really, really did. But um you know, it is it is nice to have an event like the Home Run Derby where guys are invested. They want to win. And um, it's drawing big stars. And I think it's going to continue. It's going to continue, Max, to, to, uh, to be, a, be a huge event, too. So let's go also stock up. Um, I've got Patrick Corbin in this. Now, all of this is relative, right? It's all relative. I know his last start wasn't good. All right. It wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't great. It, was, it was, wasn't his they were, fault. They were, yeah, right. So, Patrick Corbin, last 21 innings pitched, three starts for him, six earned runs, comes out to a 2.57 ERA, 21 hits, 20 Ks. So he's had some clean innings. He's had some innings where I think he's done a good job working with guys on base. You know, he's actually, I mean, I feel like he's in the zone a lot more, Max, because it just feels like he's finding the zone a lot more. And and um, he, he feels much more efficient right now like right even even the game where he gives up four runs he's able to go six full innings it's not it's not you don't always see that a lot so i feel like he is giving the nats more length now than he was before obviously you know it's just once again three starts but that that braves lineup was red hot he kept the nats in the game they were competitive in that game and so because of that i have to say you know it's is it a stock up like a juan soto stock up no but relative to his performance Last three starts for him are a big, a big improvement. He should be better, right? We know how much he's making. We've seen him before. Should be better. But we can't say his stock is not up compared to where he was before. I mean, I agree. Um, you got to give him credit for when credit's due right now. Yes, he struggled with in the last start, but don't forget there was some terrible defense in that last start. As there bad, usually is. I mean, yeah, but it's funny. The Nats will go four or five games in a row without – getting in their own way. And then when they get in their own way, it happens in spurts. Luis Garcia still struggling over at short. He's just trying to – he's trying too hard defensively, and I understand that. Um, please, for the love of God, move uh, Cesar Hernandez to the bench and move uh, Garcia to second. Just get him out of uh, throwing farther. But, yeah, that was part of the problem for Corbin. And But as you said before that, 
eight innings, seven innings, one run, one run, 10 strikeouts, five strikeouts, whatever the strikeouts were. He looked like 2019 Patty Ice. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll give him credit in his last start. He was able to go five innings, I believe, gave up four runs. Some of them was from terrible defense, terrible throws. Not going to blame him. He was playing either the Phillies or the Braves, which also hottest teams in baseball. And Nats have the worst defense in baseball, so there's no help behind him. So, yes, I agree with his stock being up over the last three or four starts. Uh, also, th- uh, just quick thought last night, like watching Max Scherzer deal in a huge game <laughs> Nets to beat the Braves. Like, what a – I was watching it with my dad last night. You mm-hmm. know, the, 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 the Nats were off. And I was like, this still feels really weird. You know, I, I, I got accustomed to seeing him in Dodger blue. The, the Mets thing is still really weird to me. And I will say, like, the one thing I love about Max, and it sucks to see it on a different team, is, you know, if, if you're an Astros fan, it really does suck. Like, how how much he just loves the game and how he'll – he just competes for everybody, right? Like, you know, I think we like to believe that we're special, right? And it was he just had that – I mean, when he goes in the Hall of Fame, it's, it's going to be as a national. So take that, unless he somehow becomes a superhuman and saves the Mets for 10 years. That's not going to happen. But like, he's going in as a nap, right? He's going as a nap. Yeah. But it's 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 still weird to see it for the Mets, like a team that he's had so much success against in the past. I, I don't know. It's still it just especially against the Braves, it just felt weird. Did you so I mean Francisco Lindor almost died last night. I don't know if you saw it. After Scherzer's start ended and the Mets scored some runs, he jumped on his back. I, and pushed, I was like and he yeah, I was turn. like Scherzer was going to kill him on kill the him. spot. You do not talk to him, let alone touch him when he's pitching. <laughs> Right. Oh, I, man. I, I thought the same, bro. I thought the same exact thing when I saw. It. I was like, "Does he know? Does he know uh, who he I is? Who he is know. messing with in this spot?" I was like, "I don't think he knows. Uh, he knows exactly who he is. He was messing with there." But yeah, no, I, I'm with you on this. I um, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it's just it's weird to see. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll get to more stock up, stock down. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to built.com today. That's built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. They've got the new coconut brownie chunk puff. It is delicious. It's good. It's better for you than a chocolate bar. So go to built.com today. Promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off today. All right, uh, Max. So stock down. We got to, you know, I know play generally is negative and there's a lot of guys who are stocked down, but let's talk about some important guys here. Nelson Cruz stock down last 15 games. He's hitting two on over the 302 on base at 273 slugging 574 OPS nine RBIs 17 K's though. And so this is one of those things where look, I was talking last week to Lindsey Crosby, who is, our, who is our locked on MLE prospects guy about, you know, what kind of haul he could get. I think they're definitely moving him. The question is, can can the net sell him on can the net sell other teams on a better version of Cruz? Because to be honest, I, I mean, I think the word used for him this year is, you know, he's a streaky guy, but he has been really inconsistent. I mean, really, really, really inconsistent. Overall numbers are fine driving in runs, but he's been pretty inconsistent right now. Um, Yeah. The stat he left out is it feels like he's grounded into a billion double plays. That's like the entire, yeah. I mean, it, Yes, one billion double plays is the number. Uh, it feels like over the, I mean, over the last two weeks, it's been really bad too. Mm-hmm. It like, right? Yeah, it's been disgusting. I believe there are already over eighty double plays for the team. Um, yeah, Cruz, he's looked forty-two. Father time finally caught up to him. Um, it's it happens. 
it's upsetting because you know the Nats signed him solely expecting to trade him and maximize his trade stock. I mean, last year Minnesota got Joe Ryan for him. He's been one of their best starters this season. Right. But that's not going to happen for the Nats. Maybe if they want to partner up him up with someone like Carl Edwards Jr., Tanner Rainey, Cal Finnegan, all have multiple years of control left. All their stocks have been up, actually, especially mm-hmm. after the Braves game where they all – I mean, Cal yeah. Finnegan threw one bad pitch. He shouldn't have been out there for a second inning. Different conversation. All their stocks went up. All of them were monstrous in that game. So maybe if they want to partner him with one of them, they could get a decent return. But, yeah, Nelson Cruz, the strikeouts are up. And the biggest problem is he's not hitting the ball in the air anymore. He's hit, as we've said, he's hitting onto the ground. And he, of all people, should be able to fix it. I do think the Nats will be able to be like talk to teams like, hey, think about this. Besides Josh Bell and Juan Soto, like he's not really having protection in the lineup. Caber Ruiz and Garcia are batting low, so he's not hitting with them on. If he's going to a contender, you're going to say the Red Sox or any of those teams, you can sell him on like your lineup is 100 times better than ours. You have a lot more protection for him. You have a lot more um, help and stuff. So I think that will help just on its own. So maybe they'll be able to sell them on that aspect. Yeah, I think one thing to, to watch this too is how long do they wait because – Maybe you see where the market goes and look, teams are going to want bats, right? So mm-hmm. I think some teams think that, Hey, if we're, um, you know, we don't want a Benintendi, maybe we don't want to give up the capital that a Benintendi will take to get. We don't want to give up the capital that maybe a Josh Bell will take to get. Right. I, I'm, I actually think Josh Bell is going to fetch a bit more than not, not just me being an optimist. I think once again, the switch hitting part of this and the fact that you could, I mean, honestly, you know, like it's not like he's going to go out there and get some gigantic contract. Like the next team that gets him could re-sign him. He could be a part of a team's future as well. So I, I think he's got a good value. If some teams don't want to to do that much, they might all call the Nats, and then what will that do? They'll drive up Nelson Cruz's value, right? And also, I love your idea. I actually hadn't thought of that. You know, last year we saw the Nats make that trade to the Athletics, right? They end mm-hmm. up trading Josh Harrison and Jan Gomes together. Well. What if you pair a Nelson Cruz? And I actually think you know the Mets being interested in Nelson Cruz is interesting because the Net, the Mets also need a reliever. So what do you do? Maybe you pair a Tanner Rainey, a Kyle Finnegan, one of those guys, like you mentioned, together with a Nelson Cruz, and fetch something a little bit more up the line in their prospect capital. Or maybe you get a JD Davis, uh, you know, I think would be a major league caliber player who's a reclamation project or a. Hey, maybe you get, you know, you try for a Dom Smith, right? A guy, uh, and I'm saying this stuff because once again, Lane Thomas, change of scenery guy, big success, and that's one of the future. Maybe you go after guys like that. So I think that, you know, while I'm kind of down on the performance overall of Nelson Cruz, I think he might actually end up getting the value that we thought he might get to start the year. Yeah, his name alone. Um, yeah. It's actually funny. You said, you just said a guy whose stock is incredibly down for me. Um, God, yeah, Lane Thomas, yeah, and it's funny yeah. because the Nats think he's part of the future. He, he can't prove that he's part of the future, like, yeah, and he gets a big home run the other day, too. And it's like, but, you know, it's it's not consistent. He last year when the Lane train left the station, he was hitting over 300 against lefties and he hit under 200 against righties. I'm like, all right, cool, at least he can be a guy that can just crush one type and not the other. He's hitting like 230 and 220 against the respective pitchers this year. That's not going to do anything for a team. Cool, you're hitting a little bit better against um, righties, but you're doing a lot worse against the guys you're supposed to be hitting well. And, yeah, you hit a pinch hit through uh, through run homer, but then your last two bats after that, you didn't get on base. 
Um, I, I like Lane Thomas. He's a very fast guy, good athlete, but he is not supposed. They cannot be a starter that they're building around for this core. And it's to me, his stock is extremely down. Yeah, it's down relative to last year. I totally agree with that. I will say the one thing is he is he has kind of gotten unlucky. The fact that Yadiel Hernandez has just been a hammer this year. You know, relative to Yadiel Hernandez standards, right? I mean, um. I think Lane kind of, we thought he'd be the everyday guy out there. And then Yadiel came out of the gate so fast and has hit pretty, I mean, he's, he's pretty, he's been a pretty consistent hitter. Yadiel has. So that's kind of, it's kind of given him that spot, but I would say, you know, like I, I would keep giving Lane reps. He's 26. He's only 26 max. And so, uh, you know, it's, you know, the guy is still got plenty of time left, plenty of control. Um, and so, yeah, stock is down for sure. But, you know, I think it's another thing we practice patience. All right, let's end on a stock up guy right here. This is small stock. Oh, go ahead. You had something else you want to add? Um, I had another stock up. I'll let you go do ahead. yours first. Uh, um, mine's small one. Okay, you, go, you, go ahead. you go ahead. You go first. because I have all So of mine's Josh Bell, and people might think I'm crazy because over Josh Bell's last week, yeah, he's hitting. Bad. Yeah, it's been terrible. But I saw a tweet today from One Pursuit Takes. Apparently, um, MLB Trade Rumors was having their Q&A with fans. And one of the fans asked, what type of prospect return can the Nats get for Josh Bell? And one of the writers wrote, a solid type 100 type, a solid top 100 prospect, probably in the 80 and 100 range. Everyone they've been reporting saying that because he was a rental first page DH type, Nats would not be able to get a top 100 prospect. They shouldn't be able to get a top 10 prospect from any farm system. But I trust them will be trade rumors. Maybe they're too hyped. But for this reason, Bell's stock should be up because if the Nats can get a top 100 prospect for Josh Bell and really help that farm system, that's a massive win for a rental. Yeah, I mean, look, Josh Bell, you know, and once again, the ability to re-sign him, you know, this is this is a guy that can be a really big part of your lineup that you can DH, you can play him at first, he can hit both righties, he can hit lefties, and that gives you flexibility. And also it's not going to cause, like, you know, he's hitting 289 against lefties this year. He's hitting 312 against righties. I'm sorry, folks. That's just value, 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 value right there. Um, my stock up, my last one, small one, Mason Thompson. He's back from injury. I would Four say that's a big, pitch, baby. Four I would say that's a big one stock hit, up. One hit, one hit, only one strikeout, though. He's not, I'm not generating too many swings and misses here for, for him. Uh, I was looking at baseball savant and looking at the, and so once again, this is a really small sample size. But the expected batting average right now on his sinker is uh, – the batting average actually on it is .077. The expected batting average is 141. The expected batting average right now on his slider is .029. So I know he's only thrown like 30 times this year. But still, stock up, stock up, stock up. The um, Nets do need to retain some bullpen arms, yeah. right? I and mean, we, we got to keep some guys – Mason Thomas, they get a trade. It's not a guy they're going to move on from right now, Max. Oh. This is a guy they're going to keep in-house like they got Mason Thompson. So. I disagree with you on it being a small oh. stock up. I think it's a massive one because he missed most of the season with an injury, and so far he stayed healthy. I think that alone is a massive win. Yes, the fact that he is now – yes, he is. he's we're, we're not, he's not going back to the aisle. And so the fact that mm – -hmm. yeah, let's see what he keeps doing. We're um, used to having guys come back immediately just to bounce straight back, and he's not done that yet. Knocked on. Let's see. Let, I'm really curious to see what happens. How many relievers the Nats get rid of? Because what happened last year when the Nats started trading relievers? Well, some guys got some elevated roles, right? Yeah. Remember, we saw Kyle Finnegan go to a place that really wasn't too confident with, right? He was as the closer. 
that's totally fair. Um, does does Mason Thompson get a jump to the seventh, eighth, ninth guy? Excuse me, if C-Shack, Rainey, Finnegan, Edwards, you know, three or the four maybe get get going, right? Um, do we see do we see you know him get a bump to somewhere else, or <clears throat> excuse me, are the Nationals going to continue on this slow build for him? Uh, or are they, you know, I'm curious to see on that front. So Mason Thompson, right, Max? Definitely stock up. Yeah, so they also have some minor the guys in the minor leagues that they can call up. One guy in particular, I think they've been saving for this moment, um, Tyler Clippard. He's still sitting there. He's been dominating. He's been a very good veteran leader for the younger guys. You bring him up once you trade some of those guys so you don't have to go through the issues that you went through last year. And I, in the Mason Thompson regard, you don't move him to the later innings until he's up to speed. So, like, not right away. You want to wrap yeah, him yeah, up. Obviously. But, yeah, so then – I would be fine giving him the seventh inning and seeing if he could stick there. And he pitched a lot in the seventh. I feel like the seventh and eighth. I mean, remember last year? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he was getting mm-hmm. a lot of those reps in the later part of ball games. I mean, it wasn't like they weren't throwing him out there then. So, you know, I think that's something to watch too. All right. One more quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com today with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now impossible to go to your local chain store to find all the parts that you need. You have to endure endless and pointless questions like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while a person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the brand that only they have for your car. Go to rockauto.com today. You can save up to 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, just $216 at rockauto.com, a family-run business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Rockauto.com today. Amazing selection, always low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. All right, real quickly, Max, let's just preview the upcoming series the Nationals have coming. It is a two-game set that they have uh, with the Seattle Mariners. So it's fun. You know, we get these these trips intermittently tossed in there, you know, uh, to and fro. This one of the Nationals is part of a homestand. Uh, so they'll host the Mariners in a two-game set. Josiah Gray against Chris Flexen in the first game. And Josiah Gray stock up to me for – and I know he had a bad start uh, second, second to last time out. But, mm-hmm. like, this guy, bounce back king, right, 11Ks. King of figuring out what works. Two runs allowed, 11 Ks in his last start against the Phillies. So looking to see what he can do at home tonight, right? That's kind of whenever he pitches, it's if you're a Nats fan, it's must watch TV because you want to see how is he learning. And a big um, thing for Gray tonight. Tonight, Julio Rodriguez will be serving his one game suspension. So Gray will not have to face him. The guy who is most likely going to be the AL rookie of the year, correct? I mean, he's mm-hmm. been, he's been I mean, he's guy. made the all-star team. He's by far the front runner for AL rookie of the year. Yeah. He's been a big part of the Mariners' recent resurgence because now the Mariners, I believe, are like a game out or just in the wild card. So good for them. Uh, but yeah, no Julio tonight. He'll pitch. He'll play tomorrow. Gray's probably upset by that because if you're a pitcher, you want to face the best of the best. But for Nats fans who want gray to not give up that home run here and there and have build up his confidence this is very good the seattle Mariners uh have gotten themselves into a tie with the toronto blue jays for the uh final wild card spot so there you go that yeah you're totally right on that. seven game win streak yeah uh just trying to snap that that awfully long streak right the playoff streak mm-hmm. that's kind of their goal 
All right, Max, appreciate your time as always. Uh, anything you're working on and where can people find you and your work and all of its variety? Working on some draft uh, articles with the draft coming up on Sunday, working on some stuff. The Nats have the fifth pick, looking at some potential high school bats, college bats, some guys are taking the second through fourth rounds. Um, follow us on Dish and Deck. And if you want to talk any DC sports to me, follow me at Maximum Raymond on Twitter. Uh, once again, bro, ha- thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure, my friend. Max Raymond, District on Deck.